Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Getting Hammered. I'm Mary Catherine Ham, your host, and I am, as promised, underprepared and overcaffeinated again because I feel like that makes for the best shows. Uh, I'm here with my friend Vic Mattis of the Free Beacon. How are you doing, Vic? I'm fine. That should be our logo, by the way. Our slogan: It's underprepared and overcaffeinated. Over that's pretty good, actually. I <laughs> comma, think I, comma possibly drunk. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's good. Uh, I'm 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 just okay, a little on edge. Uh, so I have to, as I mentioned to you before the show, I have to go to the dentist because there's a lump in my what I call my jaw. It's like on the side. What I call what my I call, jaw. I think. Well, there's a, the jaw is only the lower part, right? Right, right. I've had it I, probably for almost a month. I just ignore it. It doesn't hurt. I mean, I can just eat. But I just ignore it. I just ignore it. Don't ignore you know, it. These thing. things don't these things just go away? So then I I said to I said to Kate. I said, well, feel this thing difference, and she was like, holy cow! She's you gotta like, go. You gotta go. You gotta go. Are you insane? You gotta go get this checked out. So uh, as you are listening to this uh, at this very moment, I am sitting in a dentist chair. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 being told that I need to see an oral maxillofacial surgeon to remove part of my jaw that go. has the bone tumor. Oh, no. But that's, stop. That's, stop. that's what don't, it is. Don't speak it into existence. Anyway, Nick. but that's what Google says. No. So that's, uh, do not. As people say, do not. Like I thought about it several times. I thought... What if I type in lump in jaw? No. You know, that, there are two the, kinds of people in the world. I actually experienced this when I, when I had my kids. Those who Google to eliminate possibilities and those who Google to, <laughs> to add them. Add them right. I am always Googling to find that something's NBD. Like, I'm like, oh, that, I mean, there's like three <sighs> articles about how this could be cancer. And then right. there's like a bunch of articles about how this is nothing. Assure me. Assure me, Google. Yeah. But uh, I think that's how yeah. you filter results on your own. That's just my brain picking the positive results. Filtering, yeah, yes. that's probably right. I am not going to. I'm just going to go blind into the the dentist office, oh, the old old fashioned way. How are you? I'm good. I played a trick on myself this week, which was that I I ran out of blush, and then I bought new blush, and then I lost that blush, and I said immediately, as any good wife would do, "What did my husband do with my blush?" <laughs> like wait, like like I left it on the kitchen counter or something, and he put it uh-huh. somewhere. He doesn't really do that. I don't. But in my brain, I'm like, oh, someone has someone has conspired against me for sure. Is, is to blush foil me. Is, is blush a daily thing? Yes, generally. <laughs> and that's, those, those, and, those are just Alex's and usefully and rosy cheeks. What, and that's and that's what to give yourself like a glow. Yeah, like a, yeah. Like a, it's just a little rosy cheek. Is, is it? Is it? The, is that the same as foundation? No, those are not the same. <laughs> I don't know. Alex is laughing. I don't know anything about makeup. I've never worn makeup, you know, I mean, except for like going TV or. So something, here's but, what I did. Indeed, yeah. someone was foiling me, and that person was me. I took the blush out of the package and put it in my makeup drawer where it belongs, which is how, why would I think to look for it there? Of course I'm not going to find it. You should put it on the kitchen counter. You should put it in the junk drawer by the kitchen counter. You should put it in your work bag with the 79 pencils that you have. On the edge of the bathroom sink. On the edge of the bathroom sink. This is another good possibility. (laughs) On my nightstand. That would be a good place for it. Not the makeup drawer where it belongs with the other makeup. You were surprised by the responsibleness of yourself. This is the problem. Steve has this influence on me, and all of a sudden I'm putting stuff where it belongs. You're getting organized. And how am I supposed to find it? The one thing that I noticed uh, being married now is every now and then you'll see on the kitchen, no, on the bathroom sink, a little like a makeup droplet. Oh, yeah. Or things. It looks like paint. Yes. I'm like, what is this? 
It's just those are those are like, and it's all the same color. As, it's as like beige. As whiskers in the sink are two men, are oh, are like okay. eyeshadow eyeshadow yeah. dustings and and foundation drops are. That, to us. That's what it is, that's and it's it just you know we, we 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 as men take for granted the amount of work. All you, you do, you really ladies do. do just just because I will I'll say to Kate it doesn't matter just go out and she will like. Like this is a work of art. Nick. I can't. I, you, you just can't go out. She says. I mean, every day you do. You go out. You're working out in the art or whatever. That's fine. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I try to go out sans makeup occasionally, just because it's like it's a good exercise to be comfortable with how I look naturally, right? Like let's just do the thing. Uh, but you know, when I when I put in the work, yes, this is a lot of. So there's a lot of work that goes did, into Did this. you fear about like being photographed, having walked out like, you know, the paparazzi like in the supermarket? Well, they, they do wait for me. Without makeup? Yes, they do wait for me. And uh, they're like, oh my gosh, there's CNN's Mary Catherine Ham, formerly a Fox. That's they, <laughs> they wait outside the Wegmans for me. So I do have to be careful about that. No, I, I wouldn't worry about that. I try, I also, I also practice not being super vain about people's pictures that go on Instagram. Like it's, it is what it is. You get, you get, sometimes you have a good angle. Sometimes you have a bad angle. Am I trying to have a nice angle? Yes, I am. But if I don't, it's not the end of the world. There was a, uh, there was paparazzi who had taken, a, I remember this, a bunch of pictures of the young actress Lily James, mm-hmm. Lily James, like out and about in her yoga pants, looking completely schlubby with her boyfriend in the morning, going out for coffee or whatever. She still looked great. Of course she did. <laughs> By the way, Lily James has the most stunning brows. Oh, my goodness. I got so nervous there for a second. I know. <laughs> the br- br- <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there, Vic. <laughs> Uh, the the envy of all the women, oh, not yeah. the men. This is a different thing. Different, oh, the bra- yeah, a yeah, different she's got feature. Serious. Yes. yes, she's got serious. They're gorgeous, and then you can get away with a lot with brows like that because it's framing your face. By the way, I understand that I am I am contradicting my position last week when I had a lady fit over taking photos, and now I'm saying I try not to be that vain. Difference: casual photos, I try to be very chill about. Professional photos. I get really in my head, as you may have noticed last week. But, but things went well. I was going to say, you're, you're, you are pleased. I was, I was pleased with yeah. the process. Yeah. Photographer was great. Same. Got, got, back some, got back some previews. We look pretty jaunty. No, this is going to be a great <laughs> re, relaunch with our photos. Right. We're going to be beautiful. Yeah. We're going to be beautiful. Wonderful. So I want to start with the Hunter Biden story. Yeah. Speaking of specimens, beautiful oh. specimens. Yeah. Whoa. Yikes. Men, his brows are also. Oh, his. Oh, his brow. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> By the way, let me put out this public service announcement to the young people who might listen to us, and you might be in the in the car with your parents. In which case, I should probably censor some of this Hunter Biden story. Don't pluck your brows. Don't pluck your brows. No, you trim them, right? Just don't. Just don't touch them. They're beautiful as they are. <laughs> I plucked mine as you don't understand this either. This no. was a trend Plucking. when I was younger. Thinner brows were in. We were going all Marlena D- Dietrich. It was ridiculous. So we plucked all our brows out, and then suddenly it was like full brows were in again, which is, I to my mind, a much better choice. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't grow them back. <laughs> we had all a, right. Once you remove, it's different than trimming. You can yeah. just no, no. no. Once if you, you pluck just, for too long, yeah. You will kill those suckers off. Yeah. And I had these beautiful Brooke Shields brows. I was going to say Brooke that Shields. I, that I obliterated because I was a dumb 15-year-old. Oh, so don't bad. do it. You know the trend's coming back because the 90s are coming back. 
do not do it. Or you will end up like me writing an open letter to your old eyebrows, asking them to come back. <laughs> That's a real thing I did. Do you know the actress Lily Collins? Yeah. Yeah. A, right? Another eyebrows? person. Beautiful. Crazy. Beautiful. Yes. Where, and men are like, who cares? But for women, it's... I'll it, tell you we, what I noticed. Uh, Joe Piscopo, he doesn't have eyebrows. Did you notice this? Does he not? There's like this fine line. It's a tiny no. line. Yeah, okay. Alex is going to check. He might have gotten caught up that in that trend also. I, I don't know. Okay, so... Anyway. Hunter. Hunter. Yes. Hunter Biden. So... Uh, it comes out last week that, lo and behold, Vic, yeah. if you'll remember, in 2020, there was a whole brouhaha mm. because the New York Post acquired an old laptop, allegedly, of Hunter Biden's from a Delaware computer repair shop where a customer who could not positively be identified, but a customer had brought in a laptop, left it to be repaired, and then never paid for it and never picked it up. It was there for about a year. Amazing. The owner of said, or the, the technician mm-hmm. of the owner said, sort of like, pass this out, yeah. off as news because there's stuff on this laptop. The Post digs up all these emails about a Ukrainian energy company on which, with which Hunter Biden, with no apparent qualifications, worked and got mm-hmm. paid a lot of money. And some of these emails referenced either his father or the big guy guy. having discussions with said energy company. This also sort of aligned with some policy that Biden backed about Ukraine at the time uh, during during the uh, during the Obama administration. So uh, shady dealings, actual evidence (laughs) that was coming from this this laptop. That story was out and out censored. It was quashed. It, by all the social media, the New York Post had its Twitter account banned for 16 days fighting it because they said this thing is, this thing is real. This goes by normal reporting standards. We acquired information. We did not hack that information. This was given to us by someone who was in possession of the information. Just like, it's a normal journalistic thing. Twitter's like, no, these are hacked things. By the way, it doesn't matter if the stuff is hacked as long as it goes the direction that Twitter wants it to go and then they're yeah, fine with it. That's right. Just like, you know, Khomeini and Putin can have Twitter accounts, but right. Trump cannot. Anyway, the rules are not what they seem. The entire press corps oh. had no, no curiosity about this story. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that everything in the story or the laptop points to Joe Biden being a corrupt, terrible person who shouldn't be the president of the United States. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is... It was a real thing that should have been investigated in real time right before the election. But a press corps who hated Donald Trump Mm -hmm. was not willing to do it lest it derail the election of Joe Biden. That is what happened. That's right. And I'm I'm with John Podhoritz on this. I'm not saying that this would have swung the election, you know, because it was this one singular thing about the president's son. I remember the attempt. To uh, sway voters. Wait one second. I missed a very important piece of information. Underprepared. (laughs) Overcaffeinated. The important piece of information is that the New York Times finally got around last week. (laughs) We sort of missed the main thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The news is they got around last week to confirming that, in fact, this laptop and this stuff on it is legit. Thank you, guys. It is the year of our Lord, 2022. Go ahead. Well, that's the thing, because... Now that they can say, now it's okay to say it. We are we are pronouncing it, so now we can just move on. Now it can be told. That that's right, and and, and so I mean that, but that was the problem uh, at the time. And I, like I was saying, I'm with J Pod on this. 
I'm not saying that that would have been the singular thing that would have swung the election, like the attempt against George W. Bush in 2000 about his DUI. Remember that story, which now now it's like, who cares? But amazingly, a lot of votes shifted, they said, during the weekend before the election. Um, But it's wrong what happened. And the the fact this was a combined effort, right? It wasn't just one element of, of mass media. That was that was suppressing this. It was everybody. You couldn't share a Facebook link on this. No. And everybody, as you were saying, and I media, tried many times. Oh. I, I just kept pushing tweet, tweet, tweet this it, way. tweet it out. And, and by the way, would have done so almost regardless of what the story said, because the censorship in and of itself was wrong. Definitely. And I wanted to put it out there for that reason. Yeah. To even say that, uh, and and what gave them a lot of cover was the Intel chiefs who issued that letter, that statement saying that, oh, you know, yes. but, but the statement was not that this is false, but rather they can neither confirm nor deny. They're not saying one way or the other, which then the media says means that they cannot say it is true and that it is, quote, classic Russian misinformation. Right. The, so. the, the, the Russian misinformation part was the part that got me. Experts say it has all the hallmarks of information laundering and all the headaches of 2016. I have nothing to say about WikiLeaks. Back then, it was Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta, whose emails were stolen and then dribbled out in the last month of the race. This time, it's a tabloid newspaper dribbling out emails, purportedly swiped from Vice President Joe Biden's son. As I showed you by the New York Post, and then promoted by another Murdoch media property. That, of course, is Fox News. You worry about Trump's corruption, and Fox says, what about Biden? Every hour of the day. So Fox is a producer of this serialized drama, but there are big questions about who might have created this show. And that's what's probably most important here. CNN reported on Friday that U.S. authorities are seeing if those emails we just talked about are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. The information found on the laptop may be part of a Russian disinformation campaign. There was no proof of that. James Clapper, all those guys. There was never proof of that. They're just like, oh, I think the Russians are again trying to install an American president. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are intelligence officers. Like... Yeah, and every anyone who tries to push back, say, well, are you... Have you ever been director of national intelligence? You know? Or are you a Russian plant? Right. Have you ever thought about that, Mary Catherine? Uh, Two (laughs) things. Two things, I think, also in, in the story. One that is interesting about the laptop is... You know, I, I always wonder how many people still bring computers to computer people to fix. You know, like I gotta, that's something like my in-laws do. And I've been tempted to do it, too, where you say, oh, I got to go to you know, like my, my in-laws will always talk about Randy, the computer guy. Like, oh, I got to, you know, well, got to bring it Randy, over to Randy. Randy's probably making a mint. First of all, uh, no, no, I actually brought <laughs> this is going to date me. I brought a Blackberry to a uh-huh. to a repair place one time to retrieve some video and photos from the black from said oh. Blackberry, which, by the way, I never got them. Can oh. you imagine? Can you imagine how bad the video and photos must have been if they were taken on a BlackBerry? I don't know what Extremely I was looking pixelated. for. Pixelated. It'd be like it'd be like the little uh, like a like a what are those things called from the '80s where you click the button and the and the slides change? Oh yeah, you mean that, the, yeah, yes, the the uh, in the instant whatever that is called. What the heck I don't is know how you know what underprepared over uh, over caffeinated <laughs> it is the uh the view master the view the, the view, view the view master, master the view yes. master it would have been like the view master. i was gonna i was gonna say more like let's, let's cut out that part with all of our mistakes huh? <laughs> let's do that I, I was gonna say like the uh the bigfoot footage the patterson film you know yes. it's a very oh the zapruder yes. it's gonna be but very, i left it there oh. and uh this is a classic me move left it there much like 
uh, Hunter Biden never picked it up. So I guess they weren't they that important. It, it to was me. free for, for the taking, but you know, again, and kudos to the New York Post. They stood their ground. They did. It was, and again, you know, bar basically barred from spreading the story until the election is decided is really yep. what that was, and that yep. was quite something. And again, it is no wonder so many people don't trust the media. It's it's a real thing, mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing, and except it, for this show. And it's irresponsible. <laughs> You should trust us implicitly all the time. No, it's it's incredibly irresponsible. It is illiberal to suppress a story in this manner and to pretend it doesn't matter, which people, I mean, systematically, uniformly did mm-hmm. on cable news. Yeah. Just there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. You haven't actually looked because you can't read the story. By the yeah. way, I, I uh, sort of brushed up on some of the, the details of the story because... <laughs> The effect of the story was, one, I think that it got a lot of publicity because it was censored, which is something that happens. It might have, I think, like you say, it might have just become sort of like part of the whole role of, of October ickiness. This is October, mid-October of 2020. And people would have been like, oh, okay, it's another story about Joe Biden. I, I still don't like Trump and vote for Biden, yeah. right? It became a bigger story because of the censorship. But as a result, I mostly remembered the censorship yeah. and not... That's right. A the, ton of the details. The cover-up. But look, I think there's still, there's stuff in here to answer for. Even if no, it's not, totally. even if it doesn't, you know, bring down a prisoner. These are, these are real questions about, okay, well, how, how did this happen? What, what did, which way did the influence flow? What did that look like? Who's the big guy referenced in the emails? But I, I'd probably be sensitive well, uh, if I put again, that on Twitter. Again, remember as. Not as, anymore. Now it's okay. Now it's okay. As as the free beacon pointed out, the uh, the Democrat who uh, who mentioned that you know we shouldn't be going after Hunter Biden because you know that would be going like going after Baron Trump, you know the children of President. Excuse me. The children of President <laughs> need to be you know it, it it's uh, you can't go there. I, I was go. just saying to Alex, you know, apply the standard that you would and did apply to Ivanka Trump oh. to Hunter Biden. Granted, Ivanka Trump was actually in the administration, but Biden didn't yet have an administration for him to be in. There was still influence and yeah. weirdness going on because this man That's should right. not have been on the board of anything, right. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He's not even on the board of paying his child support. <laughs> no. And, and, That's and, a real thing. That's right. And the, do you remember he initially said he had no money for child support? Well, and he's driving around in his fancy cars, living in Cal- in, in Hollywood. Well, he does. Well, that you know, and, he doesn't have money for the child. He has money for the other things. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how yeah. that goes. It's a good thing he <sighs> sells his paintings. Now I'm sure he has. Money. Oh, that for the child that is unacknowledged by the president, the seventh child, the grandchild that the president refuses uh, to acknowledge. Another another story that should be treated like he's a Trump child. When you're selling your art for 500k. Mm. We should ask some questions yeah. about what exactly that 500K buys because it yeah. ain't paying yeah. for that art. And the undisclosed buyers. <sighs> Getting hammered, investigates. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to scrape. We're going to do a go, GoFundMe. We're going to get a Hunter Biden painting yeah. and see what our perks are. Yeah, that's right. What are our perks? Right. Maybe we could have um, have lunch with Kamala and Joe Biden. That's by the way. I want to. I want to get to this. I want to get to this later because there's a, a new book out that alleges that there's a, a bit of a tense relationship between those two. Ooh. But one of the things they talk about in the book. This is Jonathan Martin of the New York Times' new book. Uh, that they that they have a weekly lunch, or that they did at one point. Can you imagine sitting at that lunch 
just being discussed. Garble, garble, grandpa. And then Kamala is over here repeating the same phrase 8,000 times. A lot of of nervous laughter, as you know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like in in the White House mess, like just staring at your sugar packets with the presidential seal on them. Like, this is really awkward. (laughs) You could not pay me to be there. Yeah, that's That's not true. I would go and I would report on it getting hammered investigates we should the uh that's a great tradition the president vice president but it makes for some great sort of gossip too in this uh, current current environment reagan and hw bush used to uh have their weekly lunch and i believe it was tex-mex oh there you go i mean i like that choice yeah i like that choice it's better than metamucil (laughs) sure metamucil metamucil and some ibuprofen serve them up that's what Vic needs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna be need I'm gonna be on painkillers tomorrow probably oh when they gosh. remove that thing. We're moving on. Hunter. Okay. You're out you're, we're, we're done with, we're done with that for the moment. Yeah. Until there's more revelations. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of revelations, we're learning about Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown Jackson this week. Yes. This week marks the sort of the first round of, of what are they called? Opening statements. Yes. And then questions of the justice. This nomination, no matter how much the press would like to tell you otherwise, is very low stakes. <laughs> She's going to be on the court. There's not going to be a lot of dust up about it. And then it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I, I, I basically tuned in for her, um, you know, little acceptance of the nomination and found her quite charming. I think she'll probably do well in the hearings. And if I were in the Senate, and you, feel free to call me a squish rhino as a result, I like the standard that... If someone is qualified to be a justice, yep. even if you disagree with their judicial philosophy, yeah. you vote to confirm. That's probably where I would be. Well, that's 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 what you're supposed to do. That's what we used to do and until then, the Republicans yeah. changed right. no, no, the no, 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 no. Nope, it, it wasn't it, us. It, it cha- yes, that's right. And then as a result, now it's the, the, it's, it's the retaliation for the retaliation for the retaliation. Yes. And it goes all the way back. So, uh, yeah, that's the way it was supposed to be until... Uh, Robert Bork. Until Robert Bork. And then after that, it's been back and forth ever since. Yes. And I believe Biden was there for that. I believe he was, yes. There's there's one of the things that's so rich, so rich about Biden congratulating himself for for nominating a black woman to the court, which is indeed a historic moment, is that when another black woman, highly qualified, Janice Rogers Brown, Mm -hmm. uh, was on the short list of one George W. Bush, one Joseph P by, is it P or R, R? What is it? Joseph? R. Joseph? Anyway, the point being, Joe Biden said that he personally would make sure that she did not make it to the Supreme Court. That's right. That he would fill, he'd filibuster that. The end. Joseph R. Biden. R. Robinette. Yes, that's right. R. That's right. P and R are very close in the alphabet, they to be fair are. to me. are. <laughs> and they kind of look so... People are wondering if we're on drugs in this episode, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm just letting it. I'm just letting it fly. Okay. You're not. <laughs> we are not. So uh, the thing that gets me about SCOTUS nominations, uh-huh. obviously, normally they're a little bit more high stakes than this. This is a liberal for a liberal. The, they have the votes. It's pretty much a done deal. But the extent to which the press demands that liberal nominees by Democratic presidents be treated with the utmost yeah. respect yeah. while one, oh, I don't know. Let me just pull a name out of thin mm-hmm. air. Brett Kavanaugh, for instance, uh, is is just torpedoed 
with completely bonkers, unsubstantiated allegations of, among other things, gang rape? With zero evidence, in fact, countervailing evidence, and made to prove a negative that he was not at a party on an undisclosed date uh-huh. in a we're not sure what mm-hmm. year in the summer mm-hmm. of maybe this. The standards are completely different. As illustrated by Ruth Marcus, who wrote for the Washington Post this week, Josh Hawley, <sighs> Republican senator, lets us know how low the GOP plans to go in questioning Jackson. You know how low they won't go? They won't do baseless accusations of yeah. gang rape. Yeah. They won't do that. <laughs> I feel I feel secure in saying that that will not happen. You you would you would they're probably not going to go for her yearbook either, yeah. and try to ask her what the oh devil the, the devil's trying the drinking games she game. played as as a college student probably not involved. I remember when nor Ka- should they be by the way. Yes, I remember Kavanaugh was asked about quarters, quarters yes. playing quarters, yes. and Sheldon Whitehouse was the one asking the question, and Kavanaugh said, uh, "You know, you've never you've never played quarters," and 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 Whitehouse, no, never. I don't know what you're talking about. Never, never heard of that. <laughs> it's, all of this beer is never like, had beer. I don't know what is beer. Uh, here's me on CNN talking about it at the time. But is this shift to the standard for a Supreme Court justice is to prove that he was not at a party of unknown location, unknown date, and questionable guest list 35 years ago? It is a standard to which none of us should be held. None of us could meet. Um, and I think it will endanger many good what is people that, what in is the that, What is the standard that you're talking about? Just the, the party Like thing? proving a negative proving a from negative 35 years ago and then having your uh, high school shenanigans piled on as evidence of the negative that you are unable to prove, I think is an unfair standard for Democrat, Republican, man or woman. It is not one that I am comfortable holding anyone to in public. All of this, the commentary on Republicans' treatment of Katanji Brown-Jackson is as if they've been asleep for the last yeah, 20 years. That's like, how they are. Where, yeah. ha- where have you been right. during Bork, during... Kavanaugh. Luckily, we've had some less insane confirmation mm-hmm. processes. Now, I will note that I think it's Andy McCarthy of, of National Review, so no no big liberal guy. He dissected Holly's attack on Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Holly's allegation is uh, she's soft on criminals, particularly child sex offender mm-hmm. uh, criminals. And he sort of um, waves over, he sort of goes over the actual details of this, which is what she actually is, is against mandatory minimum sentencing for people who possess, like who possess child pornography because the, the, the number of years that's the minimum is like crazy high compared to other comparable crimes. It is a normal policy position. Mm -hmm. It's not outside the norm at all. In fact, many, many, many judges take the lower side because the mandatory is so high and they so they're all quote quote or 70 percent of them are quote on mm-hmm. easy on these offenders yeah by that standard yeah so i will note that it is not the fairest attack it is not however baseless accusations of gang rape so no no you would think it'd be easy to point out the hypocrisy in all this by saying do you remember how you treated brett kavanaugh and in fact dick durbin the democratic senator from illinois uh, on the uh, committee basically acknowledged by saying that we learn from our past and this is about moving towards the future. Oh, oh, are we not looking to the past? No, no We're more. We're not doing that? Not anymore. Yeah. But what, what is uh, amazing is the number of people in the media, I find, who are not, not just ignoring it, but doubling down 
on their accusations about Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, that's crazy. Just to, by the way, this is uh, Andy McCarthy from uh, National Review. There are strong philosophical arguments for opposing Judge Jackson's nomination to the Supreme Court, and she may in fact be too solicitous of criminals, but the implication that she has a soft spot for sex offenders who prey on children because she argued against a severe mandatory minimum prison sentence for the receipt mm-hmm. and distribution of porgra- por- pornographic images is a smear. So that one, that one's wrong. I'd also like to point As out. As were the attacks on Brett Kavanaugh. Right. I'd like to point out. But I, and again, to, to this day, so Joy, Joy Reid, the other day on MSNBC, she referred to Kavanaugh as being, quote, credibly accused of sexual assault. Yeah. Credibly. So. It's just, it just happened. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Chris, when I have to comment in the, the Me Too era, as I often have, about alleged issues, it's difficult because you want to give someone due process and I don't want to smear somebody in public who I don't know exactly what happened and this happened with tons of people on the left on the right all brought up to me on TV a couple things that I think about one is there a named accuser two is there an a modus operandi that we've seen this person do this several times in a similar style that sort of line up three are there physical pieces of evidence that sort of line up with this person would have been in this town or at mm. this place at this time that makes sense. And four, were there contemporaneous accounts of this, either to law enforcement or friends? Yeah. In the case of Christine Blasey Ford, there was one thing, a named accuser. The rest of it was very much in question. And the only thing that the FBI investigation turned up, which they did at the behest of Democrats... Did a seven-day follow-up investigation mm-hmm. on this very That's allegation. That's right. They, they extended it, yeah. The only thing they turned up of note was that people on Ford's side had pressured her one friend, Leland Ke- Kaiser, Kaiser mm-hmm. who was the only witness at this alleged party where the alleged thing happened. They had pressured her to corroborate and change her story when she had said, I don't have a recollection of this. Further, in another book reported by New York Times reporters later, mm-hmm. they admitted that they talked to Kaiser and Kaiser said, I just don't put a lot of confidence in this story. She's the one person who was there for this event. I put to you that proving a negative that you were at not at a party of undetermined location, undetermined time, yeah. even at one point, I think the year was undetermined. That's an impossibility. It's not a standard that any one of us could stand up to. And frankly, he did better than most because he had calendars from his high school years, which I would never have. The other accusations against him were even, had even less evidence than those did. It was remarkable. Yeah. And by the way, you mentioned that he had calendars. I, too, had high school calendars. Did you really? Yeah, but they're girly calendars, so they would not be appropriate. You couldn't... (laughs) You couldn't submit them into evidence? No, I mean, it would be like, you'd have to, I don't know, I wouldn't say, well, yeah, they're kind of, you know, they're questionable. They're questionable calendars. By the way, by the way, people listening probably have no idea. I need to find them. People listening probably have no idea that Kaiser later said she didn't believe this story. No, because it's not going to be something you're going to mention, whereas if... She was on the record saying this. If she was on the other foot, obviously. I am one of those people who was radicalized by that experience on on the issue of supreme court justices and i say this i'm radicalized meanwhile i'm like i'd probably vote for katanji brown jackson so i'm not that radicalized (laughs) but the extent to which media and democrats made i think utter fools of themselves and a disgrace Mm -hmm. of that process 
made me so angry. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very right wing as a result when it comes to courts. And I think that uh, on on balance, for sure, for sure, the escalations have been on the on the side of the left. Started with Bork and it's been up ever since. That's right. And by the way, that whole filibuster thing, which I know when Democrats do the filibusters, good. When Republicans do the filibuster, Mm -hmm. it's Jim Crow. You have Harry Reid to thank for all that business, yeah. Democrats. That's so right. just like, you know, that's all That's all that. Enjoy. That's right. Enjoy the world you have built. Anyway, she's going to get on the court. It's going to be fine. She seems fine to me. She's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I have to say about that. How's Thank everybody you. doing? <laughs> doing just fine. <laughs> Again, people are thinking that we're like, we're like smoking joints here or something. I don't know. No, it's just... Like, There's this haze in this hot studio. Oh, wait, and another thing. Yeah, see, there we go. (laughs) Here, here, you haven't finished the rest of this bottle of vodka, by the way. Here, And another thing. I talked about Janice Rogers Brown. I haven't talked about Miguel Estrada. Oh, yes. Yet another accomplished Mm -hmm. judge of the strict constructionist variety that the left does not appreciate. Another person who was up for judgeships under mm-hmm. George W. Bush mm-hmm. was filibustered again. Mm-hmm. That was a righteous filibuster mm-hmm. because it was Democrats filibustering him. He was up up for judgeship. They filibustered him for a year. He's like, guys, I got to withdraw because I, I can't. Now, why was he being nominated? He was being nominated to put him on a path to be on the Supreme Court. Everyone knew this. The reason that there haven't been, for instance, other black female or Latino judges nominated for the Supreme Court is because Democrats made sure that they did not get on the path to be there because they were not of the correct philosophy. Now, during this whole drama with Miguel Estrada, someone left a memo on a printer, okay, boomer, (laughs) in the Senate of the the Democrats' plans to torpedo Miguel Estrada. And in that memo, it explicitly said... He is, a, he is especially dangerous because of the color of his skin, because he is Latino. We cannot allow him right. to advance for this reason. By definition, I would say that is a bit racist, just a, just a little tiny bit. And, of course, in the press, what did, what did the story become, Vic? Do you remember what the story was? Oh, uh, it wasn't It wasn't Democrats' racist attacks on Eric um, Miguel Estrada. I almost called him Eric Estrada. Sorry. <laughs> I, would, I would have chosen Eric Estrada, too, by the way. Very good on crime. The story was, yeah. who found this memo? These dastardly oh, right. yeah. GOP staffers yeah. Yeah. who yeah. stole this boomer's yeah. memo off upsetting. a printer. Mm-hmm. We need to do justice yeah. to that person. Yeah. That's the story. And I, I believe that person lost his job. Didn't he? Yeah. I'm not sure. But, you know, again, they can't let Republicans have the ability to bring about to be the first they don't want to be first for either a hispanic or a woman or an african-american or whoever because it destroys the narrative they only they want to be the ones it's like we're the ones who bring this progress forward we we're the ones who bring change not them right and so they they tamp it down and again no is anyone really talk about this no of course and for janice roger brown or miguel estrada or katanji brown jackson it is perfectly legitimate Mm -hmm. to take issue with their yeah philosophy and have issues with that, there is no memo specifically saying that anybody's taking issue with Katanji Brown-Jackson over her race. That is not a thing. Uh, it was a thing for Miguel Estrada, and yet um, the, the the memo finder was yeah, the problem. that's right. <sighs> Judicial nominations. I've been thinking about them for many, many years, and this is the result. <laughs> 
I'm sure it gets better after this. This you is know. the result. You know what gets better? Yeah. Every day? Yes. Just kidding. Gas prices. Hey, let's talk about that. What's happening? Gas prices. A bunch of states are trying to help the peoples. They're going to help the people by getting rid of the gas tax temporarily. So Maryland just passed one to get rid of their 30, almost 37 cents per gallon. That's uh, a big one. 36 cents per gallon on gasoline and 37 Mm -hmm. on diesel. They're going to get rid of that for the next 30 days. So you'll get 30 30 cents off. It's like you belong to Sam's Club or something. A tax holiday. Yes, a tax holiday. I believe Youngkin is trying this in Virginia as well. Not, Not as far along at this point in Georgia, they're going to try it, although Georgia has one of the lowest gas taxes in the nation. I think it's in the 20s. Mm. Um, that's why one time, I'm going to hear my old-timer story. <laughs> one time in Athens, Georgia, <laughs> in 1999. Oh, that is a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> I bought regular unleaded gasoline for 68 cents a gallon oh at a gas station. In Georgia, where they had the lowest gas tax, so it means it was about 20 cents lower than anywhere else on the eastern seaboard at that time. So I filled up my Honda Civic and drove all the way back home to North Carolina for $7. $7. I think I've been around longer, as you know. I I, I don't And New Jersey is famous for for low gas prices, but I don't think I've ever paid that little to fill a tank. That's really impressive. You You gotta go to the really lame it had it had like the um you know the old alarm clock uh Cooter was working there for the dukes of hazard yes, like, yes. <laughs> i mean basically it had the old pumps where you know like an, an old alarm clock where the the thing the numbers yeah. flip over oh, mechanically sure, yeah. it had that kind of uh-huh. flipper uh-huh. so we, we're, <laughs> that's we're, the technical was, was this the that. town from doc hollywood uh, essentially it was on the way out of athens to commerce georgia which is not the most not commerce commerce. full place <laughs> So I was I've I've been up and down uh, over the weekend uh, from here in Virginia up to uh, Jersey. Gas in both places I've seen now in different places at the at Quick Check in New Jersey was four oh seven, and I saw and then there was four oh seven here back in certain gas stations Arlington while others are still about four twenty nine. Again, there are a variety of factors yes. that that are responsible because some of these gas taxes have not taken effect yet. And I know California just wants to give money to everybody now. Oh, yeah, right? they're going to do like rebates. 400 bucks. Because Californians can never, the California legislature or the governor could never be like, maybe we'll relax the taxes. They're like, no, 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 we'll just, we're going to cut another check yeah. instead of relaxing the taxes. 400 bucks to everyone. <laughs> they're like, that will cover the gas taxes. Yeah, and your, just, and, your, and your bike taxes, I yes. guess, whatever they do. But, the, but in terms of the variety of factors, one of the things is, you know, China is in the middle of a lockdown. That's one thing. And again, these gas tax holidays, are they're anticipating these things. So remember, again, when the price is up, it's, it's because of Putin. Right. When it's down, it's when because... It's, when it's down, I guess that means that the war is over. <laughs> Amazing. No, it, it, it does spell not good news for midterm, the midterm situation for the Democrats. Because even a, thir- a 30-day break yeah. of 30 cents mm-hmm. off of... Four or five dollars is yeah. um, is not not great. And you also can't just keep releasing, over, you know, like for a weekend stints yeah. the uh, reserve. Right, and that, well, and then they're gonna then they're gonna come back around at some because point because they're not re- they're they're not replenishing them. Right. Well, and then they're gonna come back around at some point and be like, we need more money for roads because we did that gas tax thing and we're really bad at spending the money yeah. we did have, and so 
Or should they spend it on other wonderful <laughs> mitigation measures? Oh, for sure. Uh, like, oh, hey, do you know what? the The scales have fallen from the eyes of Democratic <laughs> operatives when it comes to mask mitigations and other other COVID mitigations. Do tell. This is the D Triple C Chair Sean Maloney, who is the guy who's in charge of getting all the House Democrats reelected mm-hmm. or their mm-hmm. new ones elected. Mm-hmm. I'm completely over mask mandates, he says. I don't think they make sense anymore. I'm for whatever gets rid of mask mandates as quickly as possible. This is a that's an alarm. That is an alarm for all Democrats. Like, hey guys, this is really not working for us. Really not. This is again a bellwether for certain Democrats who among their constituents they're quite aware that they're done with yes. COVID. Yes. Even if you're anticipating another surge and they're talking about another surge is on its way and we really can't you let our guard down and now. And there very may well right be, there. right? There are now mm-hmm. more transmissible but likely less yeah. less problematic or less virulent uh, right. uh, versions of the mm-hmm. virus. New ones coming out, dropping on Tuesday all the time. And so yeah. there may very well be a mm-hmm. wave. And the question is, where you live, will they re-implement right. these things? I think that I, know, I thought Fairfax is going to try real hard. Yeah, no, I, I thought the question was, do you want natural immunity and your antibodies, or do you want a fourth booster? <laughs> We're is, doing that. Yeah, too. yeah, because there's uh, that. Fauci was back on the TV. Yeah, just saying, get ready. Oh, he wasn't saying it's over. He was saying, oh no, <laughs> he, he wasn't was, one of these he saying, Democrats. No. He was saying, get ready for it to come back. The Democrats are now like, shh, 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 Dr. Fauci, I really respect you, but you need to stop. <laughs> You need to stop saying these things, even if even if they're true. I don't want to I don't want to mess with the integrity of the science, quote unquote. But just please, please stop talking about that. It's a very Biden like whisper. <laughs> that's that's how that conversation. He's actually at the lunch with Kamala and Joe. He should be. That would be quite oh, the gosh. lunch. What are they, that is what such are they a lunch. Eating? That's like that's like if, uh, you know, when they when they ask you if there's three people you can have. Oh, yeah. Dinner with uh-huh. and your name. And you're like, ah, you know, Jesus and Dolly Parton and Charles yeah. Barkley, obviously. Yeah. And but then you rank your choices. Yeah. yeah. That yes. that lunch table would Is be very there. last. I, Biden, know, Biden, Kamala and Fauci. You know, I, I, you know, kids, people get this question all the time. Right. Like, especially if you're doing some interview like, oh, OK, you're in a car, you know, a, a road trip, cross country road trip. Who do you want to be in that car with? And then they're always coming up with, you know. Uh, ben Franklin, right. Albert Einstein, Gandhi. I always say Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> she's, even now, even now, she's cool. That's a brain you want to pick. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> that, 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 I say that unironically. Also great brows on that chick. Brows. Great. That's right. You, you can't see it because we don't have the, uh, the getting hammered video set up Which yet. Which we will But soon. I'm doing the quote marks, the air quotes. Great brows. I will say this. When I was up in Jersey... For my niece's confirmation mm-hmm. as her sponsor, the church was packed, and I would say ninety to ninety-five percent unmasked. Nice. And then I came back to Arlington in the supermarket. Everyone's there. I saw the the woman at the gym. She's working. She's sitting at the desk. You know, she's alone. There's nobody at the gym at that hour, and she's sitting there alone behind you know the the the, the glass doors. And she's wearing her K95 alone because she feels now she feels comfortable with it. It's, I've been at the gym lately and they've it's back to full. Have I mentioned that? It's oh, kinda, it's kind of fun. On it, Everyone's a, sweating on each yeah, other. Yeah, it's like again. a thing. It's a thing that I didn't realize I missed. It's sort of a marker of normalcy. That I was like, oh, look at us. We're like all right next that's to each good. other. No, that's We're good. Doing the thing. It's I good also, and bad. I know. I also went, I did I did enjoy the breathing room as well. I went to uh I went out to a restaurant in DC last night, and that was pretty lively. 
and certainly a year ago on a Monday mm-hmm. in the heart of DC. Oh, sad. You would have seen nobody. So it was nice to see people out and about. The weather was beautiful. Yeah. The restaurant wasn't weird. The dinner was nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. That's that's great. We're uh, getting the, there. You know what? And yeah. you know what got us here? Kamala can tell you. It's the passage of time. Yes, yes. The governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. Yes, yes. This was at an event this week in Louisiana to promote, I think, rural broadband and, and efforts to make sure that more people are online. And the passage of time is indeed significant. It's a factor in many things, the passage <laughs> of time. I appreciate repetition to drive home a point, right. particularly for somebody as hard-headed as myself or distracted but I'm just not sure what the point is here. No. And I, I always say, well, you know, is. we should we should take this into context, you know, like, you know, the nervous laughter and whatnot. But but this one, that it, Look, it, it's I, not one of her better I, I think, moments. I think uh, as a charter member of the Kamala Harris fan club, I have attempted to cut her some breaks uh, here and there. Like the simple explanation of Ukraine and Russia. I thought, OK, well, they asked her to explain yeah, it in, simply. In simple terms. The nervous laugh. OK, let's uh, this is a tick yeah, that we should yeah. probably work on, but it's not malicious. No. I'm getting to the point where, okay, with the public speaking, we all have phrases we lean on, whatever it is, be that as it may, what have you, that are sort of crutches yeah. when you're speaking. I have them. Everyone has them. Kamala Harris is like if you created a person who only has those phrases. She only says the crutches. She yeah. doesn't say that she's all filler words and no argument. I, 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 and I see this from yeah. a pretty pretty thorough familiarity with her oeuvre, okay? Oeuvre. Oeuvre. <laughs> oeuvre, yeah. No, I, I wonder if she's just afraid of making any waves with anything she says, so she doesn't say anything. This is the wrong approach. <laughs> you know, any, any, any by, by the way, the significance of the passage of time over, the only thing I could think of like that but that i would agree with is the words of if you remember the keyboardist from spinal tap viv Mm -hmm. savage whose whose uh life motto was have a good time all of the time oh that's it (laughs) now is the time every day and all the days yeah for the things and by the way you can't say oh you know if this were you know picking on kamala you know they would never do this if it was like a a male white republican because i remember oh no vice president dan quayle yes People or George W. Bush. Merciless. I mean, just messed merciless. up all the time. No, it's all, it's fair game. I don't want to. fair game. I don't want to be a jerk, but no. this is like, yeah. sometimes yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah. By the way, I did want to read a few of these excerpts that uh, Politico has from the book. This will not pass. Trump, Biden, and the battle for America's future. I wonder if there's a bit in there about how they uh, suppressed the New York Post piece and, until two years later when they confirmed it was <laughs> that, that based, passed, on, by the way. based on real things. Yeah. So there's there's some complaints from both Harris and Biden about the other one. Harris allies complained throughout the first year of the administration that she was handed an impossible portfolio. 
According to the book, Katie Bet- Kate Bedingfield, Biden's comms director, not only grew tired of the criticism of the White House was mismanaging Harris, she blamed the VP. In private, quote, Bedingfield had taken to noting that the vice presidency was not the first time in Harris's political career that she had fallen short of sky-high expectations. Her Senate office had been messy and her presidential campaign had been a fiasco. Perhaps, she suggested, the problem was not the vice president's staff. So good. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, they've, the Bedingfield said, for, for what it's worth, like, this is totally not true. She's a force in the administration, and I have the utmost respect for the work she does every day to move the country forward. I definitely didn't tell anyone anything on background or off. <laughs> I'm just checking Yeah. Um, so let's see. Meanwhile, Harris was growing increasingly agitated by her predicament. One senator close to her, describing Harris's frustration level as up in the stratosphere, lamented that Harris's political decline was a slow-rolling Greek tra- tragedy <laughs> with her poll numbers under, under Biden's. Then we have the story of the lunches. They have a friendly but not close personal relationship, and their weekly lunches lacked a real depth of personal and political intimacy. Again, can you imagine? Can you imagine? The VP also says that the scuttlebutt on her is that she didn't want to be confined to a couple of issues. She wanted room to run, guys. She wanted everything. She wanted, in frank terms, she did not want to be restricted to a few subjects mainly associated with women and black Americans. I can understand that part, but you got to like show your mettle doing the thing. Uh, so, and then she said on the, on voting rights legislation, she just needed Joe Biden to say that he would be pro turning over the filibuster and then she could really get the work done. Oh, that's all she needed. <sighs> if this were Veep, you would say this is too ridiculous and over the top. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a special predicament that the, that the party is in when 2024 rolls around. And, but. Make no mistake, we will put ourselves in a terrible predicament as well. So everyone will have the S show that they paid for last time running once again, I'm sure. The good news is we'll have plenty to talk about. <sighs> as long as assuming I can talk. Was I too riled up today? <laughs> I think I think I'm okay. <laughs> Kavanaugh, Hunter Biden, Kamala, we did we covered a lot. We did cover a lot. A lot of my annoyances. <laughs> I will get, you know, Thursday. We'll At least come, I found my blush. Thursday, you found your blush, and Thursday I might be talking in mumbles. You never know <laughs> what's going to happen. Okay. Godspeed, Vic. Thank you. That wraps up another edition of Getting Hammered. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tell your friends, and thank you for reviews. You can follow me on Twitter at Victorina Mattis. I am at MK Hammer on Twitter and Substack. You can find me at MK Hammer Time on Instagram, where I helpfully explain daylight savings time for you guys this week. Actually, I guess it's daylight saving time. It just sounds That's weird right. without the yeah, S on the end. It's that. Just like Barnes and Nobles <laughs> and Walmarts. <laughs> Thanks for being here, guys. This has been a Nebulous Media Podcast. <laughs>